The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 7. From there he set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin, She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home found the child laying on the bed, and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went by the way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of Decapolis. And they brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, And he spat and touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven. He sighed and said, Ephatha, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened and his tongue was released and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one. But the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astounded by the measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. The Gospel of the Lord. You You may be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for your grace that breaks into our world and changes who we are. Be with us as we live through change and faith. Amen. Last week, the Pharisees came with their idea of purity and the judgment of those who didn't stand up to their worship and their piety, and Jesus took them to task. And now this week, Jesus is in a new land, the land of Tyre and Sidon, and he's in impure land because it's the land of the Gentiles. And I learned something new preparing for the sermon this week. I always thought Tyre was a city on the coast, but it showed me a map, and Tyre is a city on an island and, and one of the emperors built a road across the, the strait so that there was old Tyre on the mainland, but the city was an active port of an island with a road connecting them. So a little geography lesson just for the fun of it. So Jesus goes to Tyre. 
And the text tells us that he entered a house and he didn't want anyone to know where he was, presumably to rest. It didn't work. Even in this land of Gentiles, his power, his gifts were spreading, and there were demands for healing. And there comes a woman to Jesus. And she breaks all kinds of taboos. She is a Gentile, it says, of Syrophoenician origin. In a little different language, it would say she is a Canaanite, an old enemy of the Israelites. She was a Gentile. She was, by that definition, impure. She lived outside the land of Israel and outside the law of Moses, and she was a descendant of the enemies, and she was a woman, not accompanied by a husband. She started a conversation with a strange man, and her daughter was possessed by a demon. She was probably not very popular with her own neighbors because of the bizarre and antisocial ways of her daughter. And she probably wasn't invited over for dinner very often. So she was an outsider. And Jesus tells her that when she begs and asks for healing for her daughter. Jesus says, let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Children is the children of Israel, and dogs are all the other people that are not from Israel. Jesus is harsh. And we read it and we ask, how can he do this? Jesus was sticking to his mission. The mission that he understood as being to serve his own people. But this stubborn mother... She doesn't give up just being called a dog. She takes the phrase and says, yet even the dogs eat the bread that fall from the children's table. And Jesus says, yes, you're right. Go, your daughter has been healed. Jesus took God's love and healing power and made it be beyond ethnic, political, or social boundaries. Jesus did something new. She went home, she found the child lying on the bed and the demon gone. 
What this text is about is one of the two or three times in the Bible where God changes. The other time is with Moses and God wants to destroy the people and he, Moses, defends them and God changes his mind. So Jesus grew in this encounter. He is starting to realize how great the kingdom of God is. We like to think of Jesus as totally human and totally God. And as totally God, it's God. Full-blown. Perfect. Absolute from birth. But that's not what this story says. Jesus changes his mind. He grows and he embraces a notion that the kingdom of God is for everyone with no exceptions. Completely and totally new. And it still is completely and totally new that everyone is included into God's kingdom. So did the woman have faith? She did. She had enough faith to teach Jesus about his own kingdom. The first thing she taught was that there is a power in the stranger. Newcomers, strangers, people who are different from us, when we meet them, they stretch us and pull us and and make us grow in ways that we never thought about. It happens in the world and it happens to us if we listen, if we see if we see God working. And where are these people called strangers? They're at the margins. They're at the edge. So the question we ask is, are we looking for a stranger? Are we looking for someone who belongs in our fellowship? to change who we are, to make us grow in faith, to help us in leadership. The second thing this woman does is teach us about faith. Often we talk about faith and how we grow individually, how we become self-aware of what God is doing in our life. I don't think this is where that woman was. I think she was at a point that said, I know that my daughter is important. I know that my daughter is important enough that I will break all kinds of taboos and talk 
to this stranger named Jesus. That daughter was loved. That daughter was taken care of. And she wanted freedom for that daughter. And she went forward in faith to Jesus. That also happens in our baptism. We think of baptism often as only for the person being baptized. But do you remember the promises? The parents make promises, the sponsors make promises, and then the congregation makes a promise. Will you support this person in their growth and in their faith? There is life-giving power in water, in word, in bread, in wine. The woman comes to Jesus through all kinds of things that says she's not worthy. And then she tells the truth. The bread that falls from the table Is it for me? Is it for my daughter? And the truth is yes. And the truth changes her world. Her daughter is healed. It changes Jesus' world. His mission is now beyond just the people of Israel. He tried to escape it, but it wouldn't happen. She wouldn't let it happen. Change. We say we like it, but I don't think we do. Because in order to change, we have to prepare. In order to change, We have to put our head around it. In order to change, we have to put energy into it. And then we're faced with the reality. If we change, we will never be able to go back to the way we were. So it takes less energy. It takes less bravery. It takes an easy road to stay the way we are. Telling the truth changes who we are. Telling the truth means we take a risk. And if we don't tell the truth, we remain in our made-up world that we like. Did Jesus learn something new with this encounter with this woman? The answer is yes. God's son learned. God's son changed. Because she responded in truth to him. This text is about Jesus totally human. 
He is God's Son. He is guided through faith with the Father and with the Spirit, but he is human. And it's a challenge. We are people of faith and we follow Jesus and we end up with the same response as Jesus. And the response is, there are no outsiders no matter what. Faith is not static. Faith is not something that we can grab hold of and hang on to and say, I have faith. God is unchanging. Jesus is unchanging. The Holy Spirit is unchanging. But how that faith works in us changes because we change. Are we willing to change? Are we willing to greet the stranger? Are we willing to make the stranger welcome? Hospitality is what we're talking about. And hospitality is for the stranger. Amen.